Thank you very much. Jeff Dodge, uh, as I might mentioned earlier, and uh, it's, it's great to have you uh, back joining. This is our second episode. We are streaming. We are streaming live to you uh, from the beautiful Alberta Arts District in uh, Trench Digger Production Studio. And uh, can we, Rich, can we... Uh, We're killing that, just a second. Like, you know, I, I don't want to get a precedent going sure with... Working. Okay, if anyone's going to call in, I want to make sure that you have your TV or YouTube station down in the background. Okay, so be very careful about that. We don't tolerate any of that kind of stuff on here. Very serious show here. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, anyway, so Rich, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, we've got a lot of very exciting stuff going this evening. Um, I'm doing a little bit of a talk show with my buddy Jeff Dodge. Tell me more about that. Band. Wait, what do you mean by that? Well, it all goes back to... Boy, where, where do we start with this? About 1971. 71. 1971. Beautiful year. Stan Pauly approaches a man named Bill Collins from Wales, who was the head of a little band called Badfinger. I, I thought I heard something about uh, Bill Collins and uh, Mitch Humbucker were old college classmates. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't quite get they that. They studied audio together. And oh, that must be where Mitch got all his <laughs> fabulous skills. <laughs> Mitch is an old, uh, old friend of the show. That, uh, yeah, it's anyway. good cat, good cat, friend, um, friend of the artists. Yeah, by all means, always a supportive, willing to lend the weight of his name in furtherance of the band's progress. Well, and then Stan Polly did a bunch of stuff, right? And, oh and yeah, was, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, tragic story. Band called Badfinger. 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 Couple of deaths. That sounds familiar. For some reason. Right. So, Jeff, my understanding is you became a fan of Badfinger not long after um, after Tommy's death in the in the mid '80s. 
and that sort of brought us to to where we are today, right? You've been a Badfinger fan for about 30 years. This band occasionally plays a Badfinger cover or two. I thought we might be playing one or two this evening. I, I'm not. Sure. I I was being uh, a, I was being a little facetious. We uh we know Badfinger very well. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of depression that runs in this band, and um, so you know we like to follow bands that that we have like-minded feelings and emotions, and we emotionally connected with Badfinger in a way. Um, about uh, three or four years ago, it was very special, and you can oh, and so Rich, that was the point I wanted to get to was uh, I have great news. Um, the the sponsors that we pulled together last month uh, was enough to uh, guarantee that TDP TV Studios has renewed our contract for the rest of the year if we want it. Well, so, so you know, Steve, Rich, we've got every third every third Tuesday of the month we have as as many as TDP TV said we can have as many as we that's want. That's great. Well, that's like money you can take there there isn't well you know we lost all of our sponsors from last week and we're still looking for guests if anyone is interested in being a guest musically um tell some jokes juggling we, we're open to all sorts of things some poetry perhaps it is a variety hour but um yeah uh anyway i i did want to introduce a new segment to the show uh while we're at it and uh, i was going to call it conspiracy corner here we go Yeah, I should. I got to get some theme music for that together. Um, Conspiracy Corner. So, uh, what I like to do with Conspiracy Corner is we're gonna we're gonna call people and uh, we're gonna try and see what their uh, favorite conspiracy is. Certainly. Um, and right now, I have a, a friend of ours that is. Uh, this is Nad. Nad from Los Angeles. Um, we're going to see if we can get Nad on the phone. You should see the stones on it. Well, that's the wrong number, apparently. Uh, let's try that again. I can't believe this. Uh, Nad, Nad from Los Angeles. Let's try this again. Nad, help me out here. All right, it is ringing. It is ringing. Let me try this. Yes, Nad? Is it is this Nad from Los Angeles? Nad from Los Angeles calling. Nad, it's good to hear. What you need to uh, back away from your YouTube set. I can't hear you. I I gotta turn up the louder volume on the set because I can't hear you. Oh look, we we have a comment from from Rich Reese has commented on our streamcast. I don't have time for this. Uh, what? Nad. No. Nad. Yeah. Uh, what is the temperature in Los Angeles right now? It's very hot right now. In fact, uh, I had to take out the old broomstick and chase out them critters because they were they were really, really trying to punch it up over here. Um, you know. Um, what kind of critters? You know, and we got the alligators and stuff. And, um, and, um, In Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, not really. Actually, they're more like uh, more like uh, deformed frogs from the moon. Well, you know, they just shut, shut down the reactor recently over in uh, yes. Bellingham. So, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, that's very interesting. It's very interesting. And what and uh, what kind of... Did you have any fruit for breakfast this morning? I have an entire fruit cup, and it's full of lime. Ah, and yes. And keeping it nice and good, fresh good. Uh, since this morning. Very good. Um, um, so... Okay. Well, well. Thank you. That that's Nad in Los Angeles, and we're gonna we're gonna um, get on 
And uh, we, oh my goodness, it's 9.15. We got to pay some bills already. Nad, we, we might check in with you a little bit later on the program, all right? That, that sounds wonderful. Uh, okay. I, I would like to uh, make a pledge of $150. No, this is not that kind of a show. You don't have to pledge anything. Okay. We're calling okay. you. I, I we like, called I'll you. Take, I'll take the mug set. The no, drugs. we're not doing. We're not doing that today. Okay. Um, um, okay. Then. Um, okay. I, I wanted to speak to you about my phone bill. Yeah. Uh, let, we're gonna have one of our best check in on that, and we'll be right back. Thank Is you, Dad. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> Whew. Uh, and and you know what can you do about that? Oh, you should have told. I have my own 501c3, so if he really wants to make a donation, I could have helped him out. That's not a bad idea. Is is a donation page, um, but uh, peasantry and all. I just I feel uncomfortable by, about that. By Nick Carraway's notion that he would start a what was it? He would he would start a charity for the children of the wealthy. Oh, really? Because, That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Because, you Vince know, Gerald, right? no one is thinking they care. Well, uh... You have kind of a tough row. Okay, well, let's uh, let's pay some bills, and we, we will come back to Conspiracy Corner in a minute, because I, I still haven't offered my conspiracy yet. All right, I got so, one, too. All right, all right. Well, let's do that. We'll be back in a minute. Peasant Revolution Variety Hour. Thank you. reunion and your Uncle Dick's funeral. Stock up with our current sale. Buy two suits and get three free at Jimmy Gimler's Suit Rack. Uh, yeah, and we're back. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, Rich, what, uh, I would tell you mine, but I, I feel since it's my show, I'm going to have you go first, and we'll save mine for last. Oh, sure. It's a real okay. humdinger. So, yeah, my probably yeah. my favorite one has been the systemic intentional underfunding of public schools and how that's led to uh, all kinds of guns and Republican votes hanging around out there. <laughs> and a pretty strong anti-union sentiment as well. It's so funny, Rich. It's like like the government doesn't want to help the people or something. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's so silly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. silly. Uh, 13 in um, California, Measure 5 in Oregon. I, you know, we it, started on the charter schools. We, we talked about this the last episode. You use all this fancy talk and verbiage, but, mm -hmm. you know. Well, it's better than when you called it verbiage, because that kind of hurt my feelings. Well, it's... I get into this with Phil, too. Is it, is it flutist or flautist? I don't know. He sure flouts it. I, that's what I think. Yeah. It, 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 a magnificent flouter. Love Phil. Love Phil. He's a mother he's, flouter flautist. Yeah, he takes that flute and he flouts it all the flout, you know, all over the place. Flute flout. Anyway, well, now is was there more to your conspiracy theory, or is that is no, the government's just bad? No, it's pretty much it. Well, no, no, it's not that the government's bad. It's that people get convinced that uh, you know it's in their best interest to keep some you know pennies out of their income versus having a well-educated population, and then you get things like you know some of the ridiculous stuff that we have now, whether it was like Prop Eight in California. Do, but do you remember when like you could get? A Tootsie Roll for three pennies. 
Do you remember the power of that? The American yeah, dollar? A three cent Tootsie Roll. Right, but what was the median wage at the time? Well, you're getting me into the Tootsie Roll pop conspiracy. Okay. Sorry about that. I don't, okay. but that's not the one I'm here to talk about. Okay, well, how about <clears> the proportion <throat> of wages to uh, housing costs at the time? I mean, that was substantially different. You could, well, you could be knee deep in. We're we're gonna get into that, Rich. That's that's another segment I want to bring up in the politics thing. There's like some a, some guest appearances we have tonight from uh, our political world. Okay, like a janitor in the adult industry, and like you could have your own home and, and tootsie bops, and kids would be wealthy. Anyways, okay. So uh, again, uh, my wrap up for conspiracy corner. My okay, my wrap up ultimate conspiracy here is something I've been I've been working a long time on. Um, my <clears throat> wife Jamila is aware of this, and uh, I. But it's this is important because you know America. I think I finally got it figured out. All right, like we talked before, is this whole voting schmoding thing, whatever. My conspiracy theory is called the lonely gunman theory. Okay. Now, uh, throughout history, we have seen this, this affliction of, of loneliness. Uh, take our, our troubled warriors off the battlefield. Um, perhaps even the great Genghis Khan was afflicted amongst his troops with uh, lonely gunman theory, conspirators. I don't know. Uh, but Lee Harvey Oswald was a very lonely, lonely guy. And if you think he was lonely, I mean, at least he had a wife, he had a kid coming along. You want to see lonely? Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. Now that is a lonely mother flouter. Mother flouter. And that, that is my lonely gunman conspiracy. Don't let guns fall into the hands of lonely people. I, it's pretty simple. So, Rich? So you think people should have to have references to get a gun? You know, like personal references, or I, as opposed to professional references? You know, again, you go with all this fancy talk. I don't know really what any of that means. I just know if they're lonely, that's, that's a red flag right there. Well, okay. That's a red flag. Yeah, I guess we can get behind that. Sure. We all get lonely. We all get a little lonely sometimes. Kind of lonely right now. Which is why I think we're going to take a commercial break here. So, um, yeah be right back after these messages time right now generations have seemed to lost interest in it yes it's uh, very despairing uh, it's kind of like jazz it's slowly dying off what kind of jazz would you compare urine to dr. Scott do you compare <laughs> I absolutely I agree with everything that Something like this. 
Great. Cool. That was fun. That's, uh, as, as I said, that's the song Golden Boy. Golden Boy. Yeah. Um, that was by Andrew Gold, right? Andrew Gold? Yeah, it was like, oh, what a golden boy. Like that? Or... I thought that was Christopher Cross or um, something. Well, Andrew Gold. Funny. I was getting mixed up with Lonely Boy. I'm thinking of Boosome Buddies now. Oh. With Kip and Henry. Okay. They were kind of role models for me growing up. I liked that show a lot. Very social, taught a lot of values. Um, so, uh, you know what? I, I believe, uh, according to uh, my producer, it's... Uh, well, it's time for uh, is it time for a Portland Orbit, Portland Orbit report? So uh, let's see what's new happening with uh, David Craig and the Portland Orbit's team. Oh. Here we go. An accidental homage to abstract expressionist Mark Rothko was created every time someone decides to cover up graffiti with a block of paint. The effect created by mismatched colors vaguely resembles the color field paintings Rothko was famous for. This graffiti cover-up technique is fitting in Portland because Rothko spent his school-age years in the area. These blotchy splotches don't measure up to the abstract expressionism work of Rothko, but they could be considered elementary renditions if a bit of imagination were employed. This coincidental connection is a way of honoring the man that Portland needs to claim as a favorite son. This accidental nod to Rothko is barely in the ballpark because it's rare to see the more interesting colors Rothko preferred like maroon or orange. General cover-up colors include industrial shades of gray, brown, and beige. It makes no sense that matching paint colors are rarely used to cover graffiti, but this provides the unintended reminders of Rothko's art, a homage to creations that may have deep-seated roots of Portland inspiration. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, David. That was a that was a great, great uh, report. And uh, now we're going to uh, introduce, or uh, I should say, reintroduce one of our most popular segments. Rich from the last episode was our uh, our ability to uh, track down local politicians. So we're going to do a political segment once again. Uh, we we tried to contact Debbie Wasserman Schultz again. She's uh, she was she's unavailable. She's right. I guess things have changed. Yeah, um, sounds like she's out of a job. But fear not, because I understand we've got a heck of a competent individual coming in to replace her uh, from the north. I mean Corey Lewandowski. Is that correct? Well, uh, that's, that is correct, Rich. And we do have Corey Lewandowski um, ready. I, I believe he's in our studios. Um, if we can... Uh, David, I don't know if you're ready to get the shot of Corey. He's somewhere in here. Uh, Corey, can you hear me? Um, are you ready to do this? Okay. And... Uh, you can use my mic. All right, all right, all right, here we go. Oh, yeah. uh, fresh off the campaign trail, Donald Trump's good friend, Corey Lewandowski, yeah! Okay, um, okay, uh, obviously uh, Corey couldn't be here today. We're, uh, we're having Steve fill in, but uh, Steve, I understand you, you, you're studied up and you're prepared for the task at hand. Yes, indeed. Okay, cool, cool. Yes, um, okay, so, Corey, there's so much that people have been asking about, like with um, your your strategies, the way you energize crowds, the way you, you handle crowds and, and address them and touch them, and you're, you're very touching to them. 
I have a real big question. I don't know if you get this very often. Uh, my main question was, uh, <clears throat> how, how does the Trumpster get so much radiancy out of his hair color? <clears throat> Speaking of color. Well, uh, that would be a sweet emulsification of elbow grease and walnut peel extract. Wow. Amazing. Indeed. Well, because I just have these terrible split ends right now. And I wonder if that emulsion of the walnut extract would, like, do something for me. Amazing. Mm. Well, anyway... Uh, yeah. um, I understand it's fairly supple and nutty. Anyway, folks, moving right along here... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I meant to uh, mention this, because... You know, uh, everybody out there is saying what a racist this Donald Trump guy is. And frankly, I just don't see it, you know? I mean, Jamila and I watch The Apprentice a lot, okay? And then she quit watching it, and I would have to watch it by myself. Um, but Donald would fire people of all colors. Uh, black, Latino, Asian, and uh, uh, white people. A lot of white people got fired on The Apprentice. I think it's important to make out. Yeah. Well, at the same... They're fired! <laughs> well, fired. There's nothing funny about that. I mean, first of all, that show ruined one of my favorite songs for me. But have you ever thought, like, isn't it mostly white people who are participants on that show? Um... I, I don't know. I guess I never... I looked as more like an orange thing. You always focused on the hair. It's beautiful hair. Yeah, it's if I could... You know, it's because I'm like getting... It's I get older. It's like drying out. It's like... It's... I don't know. You'll notice when he came to Portland, he didn't go to the coast. No. He didn't go up the gorge. It's the... Is it the moisture? It's the moisture of our feeble society the here moisture, in the Willamette Valley. Both of those regions loosen the adhesive and just rip that rug right off. Oh, it does that to my sinuses, too. Um, well, anyway... for another time. I, uh... I was thinking, uh... Yeah. Yeah, probably is. Probably is. Let's, uh... Let's take a look at another Portland Orbit report. to document shopping carts discovered outside of their usual sedate confines of grocery stores and parking lots led to the discovery of rampant shopping cart abuse. This has been seen in a number of trashed, overturned and abandoned carts. The neglect also reveals that these carts have been either stolen or permanently borrowed. These shopping carts appear in all kinds of scenarios around Portland neighborhoods. Sometimes they move a few feet from day to day, get pushed over or hauled away. While some fill up with garbage others lie on their sides, tragically like dying horses. You may see these ghostly shopping carts and not consider them much. It's a safe bet that many are used by the homeless to haul their belongings. Most end up far away from many shopping centers. Stores have tried to implement security methods to prevent carts from being dragged away, but these actions aren't foolproof. Shopping carts that used to roll with dignity down will let supermarket aisles remain outside at every turn, hauntingly existing, stoic, metallic reminders of their previous existence. Okay, and we're back. We're back. We're back, and thank you. Welcome back to the uh, Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. I am your host, Jeff Dodge, and uh, this is our, uh, our second episode, live streamcasting here in the uh, wonderful studios of Trench Digger Productions and Recording Studios, LLC. Uh, catering provided by Jamila Hart Entertainment. Uh, Ted's Insurance is also involved with this, and a whole bunch of things. I'd like to welcome a, another segment to this uh, show that we're going to start calling uh, Most Relevant Technology. Most Relevant Technology. Uh, today, we have Rich. That's right. He is going to be arguing on the behalf of Wikipedia. And I'm going to argue that 
actually imdb.com is far more relevant than than a social abyss like wikipedia okay so okay so uh how's this gonna go my first complaint is that like wikipedia is anyone can get on there right right well it's kind of like well in the, i wasn't done i wasn't oh, done okay Anyone can get on there, but I can't get on there for some reason. I'm not on there. So oh. that's my point. Well, have you tried? Because it's not that hard. I, I don't know how. They, they, every time I try, they say you can't write your own. Well, doesn't it say what's on your mind, Jeff, question mark, at the top of the page when you go on there? I, I have to, like, pay a lot of money to these websites for that kind of thing, I thought. Oh. Well, we could take a look at your browser and see if there are some things you need to clean up there. You know, what I've always liked about Wikipedia is the fact that anyone can get on there. I think that people are far too obsessed with facts and, or you know, the truth as it may uh, or may not be determined. It's uh, AOL.com. I just remembered it. AOL.com is my browser. Oh, what, yeah, what, I mean, is I that... You're like a vintage hipster, right? So you've got the... Well, <laughs> if, if vintage means, like, not changing the thing you've done since 1993, then, you know, so be it. Maybe, I guess that's, I'm a vintage hipster. That was a classic period for certain types of technology, for sure, right? Yeah. Remember, I used to jump on the information superhighway, and I'd go to Alta Vista. Mm-hmm. I was uh, just uh, checking uh, my MySpace the other day. Um, I still have four active MySpace accounts. Um, oh, terrific. Yeah. I don't have many new friends. It's weird. Um, and I don't think that Tom guy is even... You remember Tom? Sure. Not there anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's, that's how you were promoting this program, right? I, I was about to set up a MySpace page and, they, you know, they want you to use this Facebook thing. I don't... Face plant, whatever they call it, face off. But um, anyway, well, so my point is, my point is that imdb.com mm -hmm. is is if you go there, you can find face off, and uh, you will find an amazing film with uh, one of John Travolta's last great ones, and and actually one of Nicolas Cage's last great ones. Okay, that's yeah, yeah that's a little before my time. Now, Wikipedia ain't going to give you that. You aren't going to see that kind of information on Wikipedia. Well, what Wikipedia would probably tell you is maybe the same thing as IMDb, but it would be organized a little better so you wouldn't have to spend as much time and be subject to the, the advertising that you're uh, subjected to on IMDb. Well, I, you know, I'm... I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I usually have to sit through a, a couple, about 10-minute segments on the AOL side of advertising before I get to the IMDB advertising. So it's like, then I'm pretty used to the advertising. Um, I, I see a few things over and over, um, you know, and... And then you like accidentally hit the refresh button and it starts all over. So I've, I've waited a long time to see some amazing stuff on imdb.com, which I am on. I am on there. I'm not on Wikipedia by imdb.com. Jeff Dodge, number 312. Well, I, there's a lot of Jeff Dodges out there. So. Three twelve. Well, that, sounds, that sounds wholly reasonable to me. I, you know, I thought it was a good number. It's where I landed. It's by the time I got there, I was three twelve. Yeah. So. Um, so which number, Jeff Dodge, are you on AOL? Is that like? I I didn't have to do a number. I didn't wow, have to do so a number for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I've I've tried to get Jamila in on AOL, but she like just rolls her eyes at me and won't have anything to do with it. But I swear she could get a good name with that. And probably no number too. Yeah. Probably, like right now, you can get a name there with no number. And only for like ten dollars a month, right? I mean what Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think we're going to um, maybe try and check back in with uh, NAD in Los Angeles. Uh, Capital idea. We might come back to a song. I don't, you know, it's crazy. We're going to pay some bills. We're going to pay some bills.
uh, I wanted to give a shout out, a little plug for, uh, uh, I think our July episode is going to be kind of a reggae theme, and uh, one of our, uh, one of the uh, Trench Digger regulars, uh, Jaga Culture, will uh, hopefully, we're going to try and arrange to have him in the studio, um, perhaps some stories about what it was like. Um, I have some friends that actually went on tour with Toots and the Maytals, and we might talk to them a little bit about that way back a few years ago. Anyway, Jaga Culture is a great video that we worked on together. Um, great man, great music. Check him out. He's on the website. All right, check this out. Poor People Struggle. <laughs> David, are we live yet? Oh, Jesus. Here, we are. Pick. Time to pick. Oh, my God. There's another pick? Okay, we got to pick. We got to pick. We got to pick. We're cool. Cool. Um, oh, honey, you're here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my uh, wonderful uh, better half has shown up, Jamila. Uh, uh, did we wake you up? No, no, but I, but I do need to, to go to work tomorrow. Okay, well, uh, and let me just finish uh, thanking thanking our sponsors, uh, as always, Urinal Hunters. Uh, we have a new uh, business suit sponsor, the Portland Orbit. Um, 
we we love you, uh, Portland. We we uh, Portlandia, uh, Mayor Hales, um, the Mercury and Willamette Week. Thank you for not including what? Um, um, say good night, Jeff. Good night, Jeff.